everyone. Dave and Jeff. Back to back days. It's March 21st, 2023. All right. How do, how do you describe uh, the last hour? Like that, that's as good as it gets, right? I don't know, man. I tell you, man, the cynic in me believes that baseball is fixed just like the WWE. Otani against Trout, please. Dude, I mean, <laughs> that, that was incredible. Like we talked about, hey, would we see Darvish and, yeah. and Manny? From a baseball standpoint, Rob Manfred, if you're Rob Manfred, you got exactly, you could, I mean, come on, dude, that's backyard shit. It was. It w- Throwing the wiffle ball. Dude, it was perfect. It couldn't have been any better. That's Jordan, Kobe. That's Jordan, LeBron. That You couldn't ask but for it to be any better. Ninth inning, two outs, one run game, Otani versus yeah. Trout. I mean, that, that to me was as wild. I mean, I don't even know if it took five minutes. David, to me still, uh, let me ask you the first thing yeah. I thought. Is there any part of you right now that feels bad for Mike Trout? No. I, Considering he's never really had the chance to play on the big stage, and that's it? Yeah, uh, no, I mean, as far as him winning anything in his life? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he got $400 million, but, Yeah, but. I mean, he got $400 million, but, you know, look, the money's great, but the money, you can find the money a lot of places. Do you want to win? Here's the thing with pro sports, you and I talk about all the yeah. time. How many guys actually care about winning? Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of guys don't care about winning. A lot of guys do do it for the money. And that goes for every sport. As sports fans, you hate to hear it. But that's what you get a lot of times. For Mike Trout, and of course I'm rooting for USA, right? Sure. I mean, Mike Trout, I would have loved to have seen him come through. If you're Mike Trout, and he said it, and everyone who participated in this said it, this was the greatest experience they've ever had on a baseball field. Oh, man. And so last night, you and I talked about it. I've been thinking about yeah. this for 24 hours. And when I say like a guy like Darvish, you write it in your contract. Say, hey, if you want me to sign with you, I do want to play in the World Baseball Classic. It means something in my country. I can't go back to Japan and have people look at me and say, you took the easy way at your sellout. Your turncoat. <laughs> turncoat? I don't know about that. I just, I could not believe that it ended up with my best against your best. On the Angels, teammates. Teammates on the Angels and with the game on the line. Yeah. That. I mean, all these morons like Keith Olbermann that didn't like it. Fuck him. They're all eating crow tonight. You miss out. Yeah, you're an idiot. If you can't appreciate what just happened in the last 10 days, you're an idiot. But I mean, to have it come down to that tonight. Yeah. Incredible. It was. It was so fun. But that, uh, that to me, uh, I mean, we said it. We talked about it last night that when you get back in the locker room, there's talk. It's chirping going up like the Olympics. And who would have guessed that it comes down to Otani versus Trout? I just, man, that's as wild and at bat that I, I can remember watching in a long time. Driving down here from La Mesa, I was just like, wow, that was really, really good. I tell you what, you, and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago too. I think it was for me, I think it was 2009 here in San Diego when okay. Japan won and Darvish was pitching before Darvish was Darvish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to you on the show, I said, you know what amazed me about Japanese baseball players? They would throw any pitch, no matter what the count was. Mm-hmm. And in the United States, 3-2 count, you're going fastball. Always. And you saw today, Otani went fastball, 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 and the yeah. money pitch wasn't a fastball. No, throw a slider, right? A slider at 87, Whew. and he waved at it. Yeah. And you're going, that's impressive. I mean, it's, it, it is really impressive. The whole thing was incredible. I was watching, okay, and the best thing about baseball 
And I used to really enjoy this with you when we'd be at Jack Murphy Stadium. We'd host Padre Talk after the game. Uh-huh. And people all the time would say, you got to fire Boach. Remember that? <laughs> Fucking guy. Fire Boach. <laughs> and it's the greatest game to second guess. But when Bobby Witt, the tying run, pinch ran. Okay. Are you thinking you got to steal? Get him in scoring honest, position. I, I, I was running around. I'm running this house. It's yeah. like a circus okay. by myself. And everybody's coming back tomorrow. Yeah. So you know it's like when you're running a house, you're like, okay, do I have everything covered? Because I got to work all day and then pick them up at the airport. So I had an on, but I didn't see all of that. I just, uh, what I absolutely set my goal to was I'm listening. I'm kind of running around. I'm doing things. But as soon as they said, okay, here comes Mike Trout, boom, everything stops. Yeah. Everything stops. So. Uh, I didn't see the the wit situation. Okay, so but. here it's the last inning. Okay, uh-huh. so Jeff McNeil leads off. By the way, the Phillies players came through. The Mets players sucked. <laughs> Pete Alonso sucked. Jeff McNeil sucked. But McNeil earns a walk. Okay. okay, no outs. Earns a walk first base. They put Bobby Witt Jr. in the run. One of the fastest guys in all of baseball. Mookie Betts is up. And I'm talking to myself. We're watching together. You know. Yeah. And I'm saying, dude, you got to steal him. You got to yeah. get him in his corner position. And he goes, I don't know. And then, boom, Mookie hits the ball to second. Because if he would have stole, oh, guess what? Okay. Second baseman's going to cover. Because yeah. the shortstop's going to stay right-handed batter. Yeah. That's a hole. Now you have first and third. Right. No outs. Uh, and, it, and they didn't steal him. DeRosa and, got, got the jelly legs. Yeah, he did. It turned into an automatic double play. Piece of cake. And that's when you saw Trout at the end. Okay. And so um, you're sitting there watching. Again, you second guess. People could say whatever they want. But the thing is, you want to stay out of the double play if you can. And a base hit ties yeah. it. And you don't have to look for a double or a triple to tie it. Can't tell you anything about the Japan okay. catcher, but with the guys that you have on base, yeah, I'm with you. You're running. Yeah, I mean, he's a top five fastest guy in baseball. Right. And you say you got to go. But anyway, th- that's just one of those things you question. Now, it's funny. DeRosa, when he got the job, I remember everyone at MLB Network was going, man, you sure you want this? You're like, your hair is going to fall out. John Smoltz told him, you're going to look like me yeah. if you fuck this up. He did a good job. His staff did a good job. You know, Andy mm-hmm. Pettit, Dave Rigetti, everyone with him. But when it's all said and done, you still get questioned. You didn't mm-hmm. win at all, so you still get questioned. And for me as a baseball fan, when you're seeing that offensive lineup and you're going, man, these guys are really good, and then you're seeing the pitching, it did frustrate me. You saw what Rob Manfred said today, right? I didn't see what he said. Rob Manfred said, it is 2026, as we talked okay. about last night. They come so it was back. three years away. And he said, I would really like to see our pitching yeah. match the offense. Yeah. And... There were questions that came out. Should it be played in the middle of the year? Would you shut everything down for 10 days in the middle of yeah. the year and play it? And they said, no. Would you play it at the end of the year? They said, no, we're not doing that. So the question is about the timing of when it happens. But Rob Manfred said today that he would like to see the pitching staffs match the talent of the everyday lineup. I agree now, with that. I, I, I read that at one o'clock today. You go, I get it. But then, Dave, when you when you watch that game throughout the course of the afternoon, yeah. Trey Turner's home run, the excitement going back and forth. I mean, I saw most of everything through the first six innings and just going back and forth and all of that. So good. Yeah. It but was. to have it end the way it did, it really makes you think, kind of to your point that a lot of star players may say, yeah, I want to be a part of that. I want to be on that yeah. bench one I, way or the other. I, I want to so. be there. I really hope so. I wrote to Ben Verlander, Justin Verlander's brother. Yeah. I said, tell your brother, don't bother standing for the national anthem. Nobody believes he's sincere this year. Nope. Just sit not. down. 
No, I didn't. Love I didn't, it or leave I didn't write to <laughs> These colors don't run. <laughs> I did it. Did you write to Lee Greenwood? Yeah, I told him. Yeah, I did. I wrote to Lee Greenwood. I wrote to Scherzer. Don't bother watching Save a Private Ryan or showing yeah, up at the 4th of again. July. You're full of shit. You don't love this country. You don't. Big liar. <laughs> Big liar. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, overall, it, it was. It was great for the game, yeah. man. I love the fucking game. You love the game. I mean, again, the the guys that were watching it equaled a Super Bowl viewing. It was it was crazy. Are Otani and Trout on the same flight back? That's a great question. Do they private plane That's it a back? Great question. Probably. God dang it, man! You're probably right. Here, it's funny. I said to Josh tonight. I go, if you're Mike Trout, because mm-hmm. everyone knows Otani's a free agent at the end of this year and could get traded during the season. How many times do you just tell? Otani's interpreter come here and then he brings Otani over and every day please don't leave me all right man and will you tell him in English please don't leave me well, <laughs> or tell him in J- Japanese yeah, and Otani tells him I saw yeah. what you're going to do in a big situation yeah. fall apart I'm leaving <laughs> I'm going with Trey Turner yeah, yeah that rally monkey is not exciting for <laughs> no. me it's not getting it done I'm getting out man I uh okay after watching that you uh, mm-hmm. and you said you're going to Arizona this weekend yeah okay? leave Thursday so you're going to Arizona, you're going to go see baseball five hours see away. See the Angels, actually, on Friday. So my question is for you. When you saw what you saw tonight, and it was the first thing you said. I didn't even bring it up. You brought it up to me. What a game. Does it make you in your mind think, I got to get my kid up to Anaheim Stadium or Angel Stadium, and we got to see more of Tani and Trout while we have a chance? We go every year. Yeah. I mean, so but we more, go every- than, more than once a year. You know uh, what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I mean, know. you're talking the two best players in the world. Are yeah. Right there. Right fucking there. Yeah. And we don't go enough. We don't. And I love the big A. Um, I do. I, I kind of almost, I mean, I'll always be a Twins fan, number yeah. one. But being out here and watching the Angels and going, I mean, we've averaged probably one to two games a year yeah. for the last four or five years, other than COVID. Um, I love it, man. And they love it. If you so, lived in Carlsbad. All oh, right. much okay. different. Because you're kind of like, right? We're almost halfway in between. Yeah, Carlsbad. Carlsbad up there was a little bit more than an hour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How long does it take you to get to Petco Park from Carlsbad? Uh, Oh, that's funny. What, 45 minutes? Yeah, probably 40. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's pretty pretty crazy. I mean, it's one of the unique places in the United States where you can go see two teams loaded with stars. And it, it's not out of the way. Really, what I want to do, and I'll probably try to find a day to do it, is do the train trip. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's a un- unbelievable and yeah. and so fun. But, yeah, we'll go see them. We'll go see them again. I mean, the Angels really do a pretty good fan experience. Yeah, I do. I, I, yeah. Like, I like it, too. Yeah, so I've looked. I kind of casually looked at the schedule. But, uh, I mean, what I've said with Jack is... I'm not buying tickets tonight for anything. Yeah. And I already learned my lesson for this weekend with Soto with an oblique. How about that? I mean, we weren't going to see Nola. Yeah. But broken nose. But, okay, I got it. I mean, Manny and Fernando and all that. It's going to be fine. But I just, I said to Jack, man, I go, I am out of buying tickets a month in advance. We're not doing it anymore. I'm going to wait till the day of. We're going to see what the pitching matchup is. If there's a giveaway, not that we do anything, they all go in storage. But I got, we're going to play the game time game. Yeah. And uh, not a big fan of that one Lisa Ann's doing. The ticket rev? I wasn't a big fan of I don't that. even know what that one is. 
she's i mean you name a price and then they match you up oh really but i i'll pay forty dollars okay well we got two seats for you forty dollars in the absolute back row isn't that kind of the way all of them are though you just sit there and, and scroll back and forth to like 40 bucks no, and, but and, you're, and you're picking hers, the seats, best seats available for 40 bucks on hers you're saying this is what i have and they just they determine where you're gonna sit oh Oh, that and sucks. I'm like, yeah. And I, I want it where, yeah. okay, I mean, I bought tickets for days run into each other yeah. for Thursday night, yeah. two nights from now. Jack and I will be uh, Rangers A's. But I, I knew kind of ballpark where yeah. I wanted to be, and I bought two seats and then paid some fees. Now, the one thing with her thing is no fees. Oh, so that's okay. kind of cool with ticket rev, no fees. But, yeah, I want to know where I am. So... Um, but that's what I said, Dave. I'm doing that. I'm doing that with Padre games yep. down here or Petco or if we go up to Dodgers Stadium. I said, dude, I'm not doing it because somebody yep. you want to see gets injured and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, you get to see plan B. Is there any particular ballpark that your son says he wants to see? We're trying to see. Dude, I would really like to try to find a way to get him up to Oakland. Yeah. And AT&T this that's year. That's funny. I, that's what I wanted to do this year, too, was to get to uh, Oakland. I wanted to hit both. It sounds dumb yeah. to say. No. But honestly, I've never been to Oakland, never been, saw a Raider game there or an A's game. Oh. The A's are going to leave. Yeah. I know it's a shit, shit stadium, but if That's I can knock them though. both out the same weekend, I, yeah. I would like to do it. All right. I'll let you know because yeah. maybe the maybe you, me, and Jack will the, go up there. Figure out the schedule. I, I would like to, uh, like to. Normally, I would say I'd do this with Josh. Josh is doing the Padre tour on the road this year. Like, is that right? Yeah, he's going to be in Toronto. He's going to see them play the Blue Jays. Nice. He's going to see them play Roger the Mariners. Roger really fun. If yeah. he can get out for a game when the roof is open. Yeah. Man, it feels a little bit like Chase Field when it's closed or Bank One, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Like an airline hangar. Dude, when it's open, yeah. you look up and the CN Tower's right there. It's pretty nice. Pretty cool. So he's seen them. Okay, sorry. But Toronto. Don't know what I'm saying. I can't remember the third one. Toronto, Seattle, and there's a third one. But, oh, Braves. Yeah. So he's doing he's doing the ballpark tour, but he he's a huge Padre fan. So he's like, "Fuck it, I lucked into it. I'm gonna see the yeah. pods every time I happen to be in town." All right, I'll let you know on that. Yeah, uh, I'll look into that because, yeah, we do we would do that. Yeah, Jack and I would do that. We just fly up. That's cool. And try to go. Have you been to AT and T? Just when you and I walked around for the Super Bowl, but you haven't been it. in for a game. Not been in for the it's game. It's great. And it's funny, a lot of those top 10 lists, I was like the ballpark top 10 lists, because mm-hmm. in my opinion, the best I've ever seen still is Petco. Yeah. But uh, at and is great. Everyone has AT&T one. Uh, Mud told me. Uh, I don't PN- trust Mud for shit. PNC. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't trust Mud. You don't? Not when it comes to ballparks. Dude, he sits right behind home plate in the booth. He doesn't fucking know. Yeah, he didn't have to wander Dude, he around. The, yeah, he rips the shit out of ballparks that people like. And I'm like, you don't know shit. You don't know nothing. <laughs> you um, know it's one he'd rip the most? He would tell you it's the Nationals ballpark. Oh, because they, the they have the highest hey, press box. So high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a game. But I'm talking as a baseball fan. Yeah. You know, we don't, sorry. You get your face underneath the soft serve eating a shitload of Dodger <laughs> Ducks. We don't get that opportunity, yeah. mud. Um, we don't. All right. Yeah, I'll look into that. Okay. But almost if it was only one, I think for the reason you said, I might lean more Oakland knowing San Francisco is not going anywhere. Yeah. But with Casey playing, that'd be great. That would be cool. Yeah, if, if, if Casey Schmidt makes it with the uh, Giants this year, I, I will definitely go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll look into that. My goal has always been, if a kid I ever coached made it, I want to be his first yeah. kid. 
Oh, oh, I like that. I would say, just let me know when the when if you got called up. Boom! I promise, I'm buying a ticket. Yeah, you don't have to get me a ticket. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You tell us on that. Yeah. You end up because who? There'd be people down here that go with you, right? I don't know. I, you know what? Probably. There'll be. I'll probably be someone. We D- Dale, you- Dale would probably go. Eh, you know? Come on. We gotta, we're going to shoot a little bigger than that. We're going to make you go solo, Joe. If, you, if you're if you going, we're going to shoot a little bigger. That's funny. I remember the story. Can, can uh, I get the window seat? I like to watch. Yeah. He would that. say that. He would. You know what's funny is I remember uh, Remember Sean Green, the outfielder played for the Blue Jays and yeah. Dodgers. And he grew up in Orange County. And he ended up leaving the Blue Jays and he ended up with the Dodgers. He said his mom used to go to every game with a box of Kleenex and just sit there and cry. Like, couldn't believe her son was living the dream, you know? Oh, my God. How fun to sit next to her. Just bawling the whole time. Just going, what the hell? It would be like going out with you and Laura Kane. Just like, what the fuck's that guy next to her doing? (laughs) Just stay home. That's it. But, yeah, Yeah. it's kind of funny. And then it is funny how that works out. Austin Barnes, who's a backup catcher for the Dodgers, grew up in Riverside. He never Mm -hmm. even tells his parents when he's in the game. Like, Like, he knows when he's getting a start. Yeah. His parents are like, why the fuck didn't you tell us you were playing? Nah. <laughs> I was like, that's weird too. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to be my goal for this year. Okay. Is try to take out. Try and get him up north to see a game. Yeah. The Bay Area. Good. And deal. then maybe next year. What Seattle, about what about Seattle. a Warriors game? Would you ever take him to a Warriors game or take take your boy? Dude, it's so hard to get into those. It games, is, man. man. That's expensive. Yeah. I always give you shit, but that's expensive. Yeah. Those are those are steep. So, uh, Dan Williams came through. I'm meeting his guy Friday morning, picking up tickets. So that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he would like that, but I think we're trying to do ballparks. Cool. So ballparks are different, man. They're just unique. They're different. Yeah. So maybe try to do those two this year and then shoot to do, I don't know, Seattle and Denver next year. And I'd like to do Denver. I've never been to seeing the Rockies. I'd like to see that one. That'd be cool. That I've had what you said, just walking around outside it. Yeah. You can kind of look into one gate, (laughs) one eye. Oh, hey. That's what I was doing at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. But how pathetic. No, it's hard. It was hard to picture it. You and I went. It was cold. It was damp. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were preparing a stage for like Huey Lewis. I mean, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck they were doing, but it wasn't baseball. That's for sure. Uh, all right, that that's would funny. be pretty good. That's funny. All right, you mentioned the pods now as far as the oblique injury. One thing we talked about earlier, and we're trying not to, to jinx them. I'm not, I'm not an injury guy, all right? right? You and I, neither one of us root for a team to have injuries. Obviously, everyone goes through them. The Rockies already have like two starters that are out yeah. for the year, like they could afford to. The Dodgers have Walker Bueller out. They have guys yeah. out. Every team has something. So Diaz. Yeah. You're right. Diaz is out for the year. Nola breaks his face the other day. He's going to be out for a little bit. You know, we know Musgrove's two weeks behind. The oblique injury makes me nervous with Soto. Very much. Because he was doing so well. And he didn't have a great run with the pods the first time through. And we've talked. Look, he's a kid. He obviously is moving 3,000 miles. He only hit six home runs. But we know he's one of the best players in all of baseball. And he looked like he's ready to take off. Mm -hmm. The oblique injury is scary because you don't know how that's going to affect him and for how long. Right, where you're like, is this going to be June one? Yeah, and right. that's just me being a Padre well, fan. Yeah, because yeah, you're but, right. You think the worst, but at the yeah. same time, you're going, "Fuck, uh, man!" When I swing as fast as I can, it hurts. Yeah, you know. And and what do they always say? There are three muscle groups you use every day, no matter if you work out or, no, or not. Just getting out of your chair, sitting yeah. in your chair right now. Mm-hmm. You're using your obliques. Oh yeah. You use your forearms to grab anything, a fork, uh-huh. and your calves just to walk. 
So those three muscle groups, no matter what you do, you're using them every day. Mm. And then for a guy who swings a bat, you're going, yeah. fuck. And it was kind of like what we said about Tatis in his shoulder. Dude, he has to swing the bat every fucking day. Eventually, every it's going to pop out. And so with the oblique, yeah, fucking, it, it's a bummer, man. It, no joke. It's a bummer. Is he, uh, I mean, we're, we're a week out. Yeah. Opening days. The 30th, next yeah. Thursday. Yeah, nine days out. So does he start on the 10-day IL? Oh, dude, I hope not. Like, like, literally, it looks like if you had to pick, go to Vegas and pick an MVP, just watch him the way he looked like his old Unbelievable. self. You go, he's the guy. Yeah. And it's just the trickle down. Yeah. Right? Everything. And so, coming out of that gate, and I haven't really looked at their early schedule that closely. They open with the Rockies. That's all I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you get Tatis back yeah, on, on the, the 20th. 20th. Yep. And so, yeah, you just hope for the best. But, man, those things. Mild strain. Yeah. Would he play through it if it was the regular season? But, no, it's a drag because we're going down, seeing um, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I would have assumed he would have been in those games. You absolutely would have. Yeah. You're absolutely so, right. Would have been fine-tuning. So, uh, a bummer. Yeah. But, but like, I, I heard Tony Gwynn say today, they were looking at the lineup, yeah. and it's Tatis and Bogarts yeah. and Manny and Cronenworth. Uh, it's still a pretty good lineup. Very good lineup. Very good. Uh, I think the only one, I think it's a better everyday lineup than the Dodgers. I think uh, it probably rivals the Phillies, yeah. rivals the Braves. So they open up this way, okay? They open with the Rockies, and then they open with the Diamondbacks, okay? Okay. And then they have a, a day off on the fifth, and then it, the schedule gets a little bit tougher. Okay, the, your next two you series, road. you go on the road. Your next two series are four against the Braves and three at New York against the Mets. Oof. So it does get a little right bit out tougher. Of the gate. Right out of the gate. So if he's banged up against the first two teams, you should be able to knock off the Diamondbacks and Rockies with that to tease. You should win those series, right? I would hope. But the yeah. uh, the next ones are, are playoff but no teams. No Soto, no Tatis. Yeah, Musgrove. Up in the air. Yeah, so it's a great question. So this is the series Tatis will miss, okay? Mm-hmm. Rockies, Diamondbacks, Braves, Mets on the road. Okay. It's going to miss four against the Brewers, okay, at home. Okay. It's going to miss three more against the Braves. And then he goes on the road. First game on April 20th will be against the Diamondbacks. That in Mexico City? Ah, uh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Is I that think six, so. Is that right? It says 640 start. That's all I know. I think they're I think they're in Mexico City. Okay. Because my kid was at that stadium the other day sending me pictures. I think that's where they go. Okay. But it's so I mean, this is it, man. Yeah. Everything's locked in right now. And with that division, uh, all of all of the early games yeah. matter, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you. So you just you want to get out. You don't want to have to be trying to play catch up on on that Dodger team. Do you think it's a two team um, race still in the West. You're afraid of any other team in the West? No, I mean I know Arizona's got a bunch of young guys, but no. Yeah, Merrill Kelly, scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Rockies, no. And Giants, no. Not really. I, mean, I don't know. I don't really know what the Giants did this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, like it, yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. I don't, I'm not. If the Giants had Carlos Correa or Aaron Judge, sure, it'd be different. But they don't. They don't. But yeah. they don't. It's funny. The Dodgers actually, their schedule is pretty easy, man, to start the season. Coming out, 
coming out. They uh, start with the Diamondbacks, Rockies, Diamondbacks again, Giants. And then, then listen to this. It even gets easier, in my opinion. Then they have uh, April 14th, 15th, 16th is against the Cubs. The Dodgers do not play a potential playoff team until April 17th when they take on the Mets for three. Wow. And then it's back to the Cubs. And then yeah. after the Cubs, it's the Pirates. Like See, the, that's going to catch up, though. Yeah, it will. But I'm saying, yeah. you know how, you know, when you, the very beginning, you oh, go, if you're off to a bad start, to you start cushion. to panic. Yeah, you start to, well, yeah. you panic. You know, yeah. mentally, you're like, fuck. Oh, uh? like with the Dodgers okay. shit in the bed, you're like, oh no! Right. Yeah. You been watching these games, Melvin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they reel off eight in a row. Like, okay, I used to yell at Bob Melvin, but I guess, I guess he and Ruben know what they're doing. I do like angry Bob Melvin. We've seen the little red ass Bob Melvin about this whole Darvish thing. Yeah, you know, he's not too happy about the way that he's gearing up for the start of the season. How many Darvish throw tonight? Threw very little and gave up a home run to to Schwarber. Schwarber. But, you know, the deal is Melvin who seems so stoic, right? Uh-huh. All of a sudden is, fuck it. I'm not happy with the way this is going. This is not good for the Padre baseball. And then Darvish yeah. comes out and says, I don't know if I'm going to be ready. So you're going to, you don't even know if he's the opening day starter. I wonder if I see him at all this weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, shit, I don't know. Friday? You got any chance of seeing him a little bit on Friday? Yeah, see, today's Tuesday. Yeah. Th- Travel you, day, you, you, you Wednesday. Might. I mean, well, see, Saturday would be the day to start to get in the get in oh, the, get the five days, right? He, yeah. could, he could easily this that would work, I think. Yeah, I think I see take him a start, that game take a start Saturday, and come back to be the opening day starter on Thursday. Wow, then he'd be yeah. uh, be on pace. I mean, be on pace for the days, but maybe not the arm. Yeah, you know, you definitely Oof. don't want to take a shot with a guy that's thirty six. I mean, hell, the Dodgers got guys banging up. Kershaw looks like shit in spring training. Fucking yeah. Gonsolin has a busted ankle or yeah. something. I mean, you're sitting there going, it's all over the place. Ah, uh, so good. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's everything, right? Yeah. It's everything we've been waiting for. Yeah. Right now. So, no, it's, we it, go. It, it's, have you, okay, here's, here's a question for you. For me, at least, I'll, I'll go first on this. Okay. In 84, when the Padres got Nettles and Gossage and they had mm-hmm. Garvey already, and I, I became rooting, a fan of rooting for the Pods when Garvey came to the Pods. That was in 83. 83. Okay. And that was a shit team. It wasn't a good team. 84, man, all of a sudden, Nettles and, and Gossage on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, fuck. But I tell you, the season. Tony come up. Yeah. The season I was super excited for was the 85 Padres. Oh, yeah. Because they just lost the World Series, but then they got Lamar Hoyt, a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, but I remember that. So I wasn't living in California at the time. I was living in Nashville. See, the deal with that was that was the first domino to fall. And... I get it. Not supposed to fall in love with the prospects. But you had started to know, right? Because even with Garve being as good as he was, yeah. and Nettles and Gossage, you knew they were 90 years old. Yeah. But there was this underlying feeling yeah. that the pods were had this super scout in Latin America. And you started hearing the names... Of the Alamars. Bayerga. And Bayerga. But the first one was Ozzy Guillen. Yeah. And Ozzy Guillen went in that trade. And Ozzy Guillen was going to be the guy to replace Gary Templeton. Yeah. Another guy was 40 years old. And so Lamar Hoyt was fine. Came, pitched the All-Star game, started the All-Star game in 85. But there was just kind of that feeling. I don't know if anybody had it. 
when you traded Gore or Abrams. I mean, I told you, when you traded Trey Turner for, for Will Myers, yeah, that was one of those where you go, ooh, gotta, yeah. you feel that one in the ribcage a little bit. You did. You complained the second that trade went down. When we traded Roberto for Tony, Tony Fernandez, ooh, kind of feel that a little bit. Yeah. And there was, Dave, even though you were getting a legit guy at the top, there was a little bit of a feeling of, man, you kind of had a feeling Guillen was going to be something special. Yeah. And you gave him up in that deal, kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I oh. mean, I mean, uh, Bayerga and Sandy Alomar went for Chris James. Yeah. How? What? How old? Okay, here we go. As you said, those guys were were old at the time. How old do you think Garvey was going into the '85 season? Oh, I like that. I'll say 34, 36. He was 36. Yeah. Now, how old was Nettles? Uh. I think he was 38. He was 40 years old that year. Well, I don't Damn. want four. Let's say he was born in, where the fuck is that? I just saw it. He was born in 44. Yeah, he was oh, 40 shit. years old in yeah. 80, 85. Okay. Everyday third baseman, yeah. dude. 40 years old. Yeah. Man, he's like, stud. so what? <laughs> and a stud. <laughs> he was. Okay, here's, here's something that's going to blow your mind. Yeah. Craig Nettles is 79 years old. Yeah, he is. That's uh, fucking disappointing. My, my buddy. Married his daughter. Yeah. Remember Barry? Worked for the pods yeah. forever. And uh, my buddy, uh, Andrew Roll, his father was Roll Construction in okay. town. Uh, we lost Andrew a couple of years ago. But it's a close friend of mine is very good friends with the family. And so I see Greg in pictures all the time because one of my best friends is very, very close with Greg's granddaughter. Katie. Yeah. And so you see Greg in pictures, and I'm just like, dude, that was that was the guy. Remember Greg? Did you ever read Greg Nettles' book? I did, book? Balls. Fuck, that I was did. good. One of the first books I think I read. Yeah, and that got him run out of town. Yeah. God, that's well, an un- dude, that's an underrated. <laughs> you write that book about your boss and see if you have a job. Yeah. Dude, that is, I mean, I just watched, uh, did you watch the the Bastards of Baseball? No. On Netflix? Uh-uh. You, oh, Dave. It's, uh... It's a story about Kurt Russell's dad, okay, Bing Russell, and Portland loses. This is like 1973. Yeah, they lose the Portland Beavers, Triple A. They move. Bing Russell was a guy who loved baseball. Yeah, made Hollywood actor was on Gunsmoke. Did all these different kind of movies. Again, Kurt's dad, and he determines. He's going to bring independent baseball to Portland. When he brings them up there, the Portland Mavericks, they're literally the only independent team. Yeah. And they do open tryouts. Kurt's like the GM. He's like 16. And they do open tryouts, and they bring all these guys out, and it's all this footage, man. They're playing on this terrible field in Portland, and it's the story of how the Mavericks start to win and then have to answer to the man in baseball. But it, it's Kurt Russell's all through it. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's all about his dad, who's just this legend in Portland. But it's on Netflix, Dave. You would love yeah. it. Oh, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Here's, but, a, here's a crazy thing about Nettles. Yeah. Do you realize he played for two more teams after the Padres? Uh, were the Twins one of them? No, he played with the Twins. He started his career with the Twins. Okay. Hang on. After, 67 to 69 is with the twins. 
And then right to the Yankees? Indians. Indians. 70 and 72. Then it was the Yankees, 73 to 83. Then here. Then here. Okay, hang from on. From 84 to 86. 84 to 86. Oh, I should know this. Um, Two National League teams. Yeah. I was going to say the Cubs. No. Where'd he go? Braves in 87. Okay. Montreal Expos in 88. Damn. 44 years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, dude. What a player, man. That's crazy. San Diego State guy. Crazy. Uh, but that that book, one of the one of the more I, I just mentioned that Portland thing because uh Jim Bouton ends up going up yeah. there to play ball four. Yeah. But uh Greg Nettle's book, man, underrated. It was good. Uh for baseball fans. And it was written before he got here, so there's no Padres stories. Yeah. But all about Billy Martin, Reggie, Thurman, Steinbrenner. Oh, shit, that was good. I may have to get that again. So here's, hold on. This is this is interesting. Yeah, I remember one thing about Nettles was, is his name Greg or Craig? All the time. Okay. And they fucked it up on his baseball card. In 19, what, what year was this? I just saw it. But they fucked it up on his baseball card. They spelled his, they they spelled it wrong. They left the G out, and they did it with the C. Is it? But is is it G R A I G? Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Instead right. of just G R E G. Yeah. Fuck. Good luck finding that Come license on. plate for your tricycle. We're not Toys gonna R get us. it. No <laughs> chance they have it. <laughs> um. But yeah. But that I mean, eighty-five team. This is what I remember about that eighty-five team. Okay. Because I used to record shit on the VHS tapes and then save them. Okay. The All-Star game was in Minnesota in 85, remember? Yep. And was loaded with Padres. Yeah. Loaded. Templeton was there. Nettles was there. Garvey was there. Hoyt was there. It was loaded. Maybe Terry Kennedy. Yeah. Gwen was Yeah. Kennedy was there. Gwen was there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was was loaded with Padres. And then that team shit the bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because Hoyt, I think that's probably maybe trouble with Wiggins. Yeah. At that point, the Wiggins thing fell apart. Tempe and Nettles are getting older. Yeah. Time caught up to Carmelo. Did this town freak out when uh, they traded Wiggins to the Orioles? No. No, it was time to go. Yeah, unfortunately. Did the paper cover all that stuff? Oh, yeah. The drug stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were on it. Yeah, Phil Collier, all those dudes. Of course. The Phantom, your pal. Um, (laughs) No, they did, man. It sucked, Dave. Because everybody loved him. Yeah. I mean... Dude, that was a weird team, though. I mean, we talked about this before. The The John Birch Society was really kind of weird with Shao, Dravecki, and Mark Thurmond. Yeah. And to have three guys that are involved in that and kind of tearing the team apart. Then a couple of years later, you had the Jack Clark situation with Tony. Like, it got away from this team really quick. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really weird when they honor the... It's Two things are strange about San Diego sports. When they honor the 84 Padres, how many people aren't alive? Mm-hmm. And they, when they honor the Chargers team that went to the Super Bowl, how many people yeah. aren't alive? I heard something the other day. Yeah. The fuck is it? Oh, it's uh, 25 years since the 98 team, so stand by. <laughs> oh, God. What are you saying? There's more celebrations right, right, I know. You said they're going to run it right into the ground the way they did the Trevor Hoffman fucking Hall of Fame deal? God, they can't get enough. I mean, I get it. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to bring Chris Gomez out? Fantastic. That's true. That's true. I mean, they, I get it. We've seen all these guys, yeah. right? 
And I love those guys. Yeah, I know you do. But, I know you do. I mean, okay. <laughs> Bring Mike and the mechanics get, out. Get I mean, yeah. How many times can you hear all I need is a miracle? Like, we, we get it. Okay? Enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is funny. That is too damn funny. But uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. What are you doing for Aztecs Friday? Where are you going to be? Dude, I think I'm co- It's an afternoon game, right? Right? Am I oh. right on that? I think I'm coaching against Patrick Henry that day at the same fucking time. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, uh, literally, I can't wait to see it. That's one of those games for me because, again, my son went to Alabama, but I'm a San Diego State guy. Yeah. That I think once the game starts, I could tell you who I'm cheering for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, it, you have no ties to Alabama basketball. Why do you give a shit? I, because, hell, they never thought they'd match against San Diego State. I just wanted another dog in the race. Now yeah. I had a. Now they're facing each other. They're going to eliminate each other. For once in your life. For, <laughs> I was there Thursday. I was speaking Thursday. Yeah. I got lost. I was like, fuck. Couldn't figure out where yeah. to park. I was all yeah, over the place. On. This is great right now. I was all over the place. Probably ended up with a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was it. I've already had people reach out to me. Who are you fucking cheering for? People from San Diego State asking me. But it's uh it's exciting, man. There's certain teams. You and I were kind of texting back and forth today how I really hope UCLA makes a run. Yeah, I, th- I think I would it, like that. It's one of the cool things to me and people are I mean, how you and I are young compared to the UCLA dynasty. Mm-hmm. But eleven national championships, still more than anybody else. And UCLA hasn't won since ninety five. A team on the West Coast, or not even counting like Arizona. Arizona was the last team in the West to win the national championship. That was 97. Wow. So the fact even that UCLA or San Diego State or one of those teams make a run starts giving a little bit of credibility back here. We're even talking conferences now. We're just talking, hey, West of the Mississippi, is anything going to fucking happen? Um, One other quick thing. I, I did check around a little bit to find out if there was anything to the Brian Dutcher deal. Yeah. A lot of people just said, no. Who, who do you talk to? People here or people in Minnesota? I uh, trust both. them. Okay, I trust the Minnesota people. And not doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of fire behind the coach getting fired. Okay. So that's good. Well, what you mean the coach of Minnesota? Minnesota, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, well, oh, well, yeah, no, Dutch people. No, no, no. But it was just kind of weird to see that note a couple of weeks yeah. ago. So I just have family that follows the program pretty closely in Minneapolis. Yeah. And then just checking around here a little bit. They just thought, no, you know, the the yeah. coach hadn't coached very well and wouldn't be a shock if he was gone, but didn't People sound aren't like asking it, for his head. Didn't sound like it was anything too concrete. And I and I don't want this to sound snarky. There was a big push at St. John's. There's a billionaire alumni that pushed for Rick Patino. Yeah. Who's friends with Patino and said, Hey, I'll pay the money. And nobody there is saying we have to run out and get Brian Dutcher. The program would be a lot better, in my opinion, if Brian was there. But it doesn't feel like there's doesn't feel like there's very much to that, which is great news for the assets. It's great news for the assets. Really surprised for Minnesota. As you said, yeah. you named a million things on the last show of why it's a perfect fit for him. And you're going either in a huge conference. You know, Brian Dutcher and Steve Fisher got fucked over by Michigan. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a lot of fuck yous in there. Yeah, grew up there. Yeah. Dad was the coach. His parents still live there. But, um, no, I was happy to hear that. I mean, be kind of cool to see Brian go there. But, I, I mean, I remember when Steve Fisher got hired. Yeah. You and I were at Torrey Pines. Yeah, Costa and I were talking about this today. About the day? About Steve Fisher, yeah. 
Getting, yeah, getting hired. I mean, kind of came out of the blue. You remember yeah. who the main guy who had been rumored to be the guy? There were a couple guys. One was Steve Alford, and the other one was the guy at um, Fran Fraschilla. That was the favorite. Yeah. He was the favorite. We thought Fran was coming yeah. here. And then Dave and I are doing a show live from the fairway <laughs> yeah. of like the 18th green at Torrey. Yeah. And two drunk guys come up. And one guy crashes a clay flower pot over the other guy's head. Yeah. Remember crazy. that? Oh, fuck. I'll never forget it. Like Jimmy Superfly Snooker yeah. getting hit by the coconut. They were like, oh, wow, <laughs> what happened right there? But what an incredible run for Fisher and for Dutcher. Yes. And I, I, I don't know, Dave, it would bum me out if Brian left. Oh, uh, yeah. I, honestly, I don't even know what direction you would look in. I know they do a, a fine job, but, uh, but at the same time, I don't even know where you go. It just has been, it feels very much what this town likes. Yeah. And it has felt like family for, what, 22 years? Yeah. When did Fish get here? When I mean, we 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 had Fred Trinkle on. Yeah. And Fred Trinkle, the last coach, and Dave and I would put him on, and we would bet $20 that we could make Fred cry yeah, on the air. And he would never, he cried in every everywhere. press conference except for with us. Yeah. We li literally, we were like throwing money in the pot on every question. Yeah. There was just money in the front. We would just be like, <laughs> no, just think you're doing a show with a guy known to cry. Boy, Fred, and he was wrapping up. They let him finish the season. And he came on with us because we were the flagship. And it's like the night before the last game. And we're getting ready to go on. The music's playing. Most ridiculous interview ever. <laughs> music's playing. And I tell Dave, cut your mic, cut your mic. And I go, I got 20 bucks. I'm going to make this fucker cry right here. And Dave goes, fuck you, it's on. Any question we had about the game just changed to, Dude. Fred, when you look around that room tomorrow, and we're just flipping off the other guy, yeah. fuck you, here comes Dude, you my had money. A good, you had one really good one that I thought you had him. When I asked him about looking at Brady? Yeah, when I asked him about looking at his son. Boy, when you go in there tomorrow night and you think about the journey you and your son Brady have been on, yeah. what do you think that's going to be? Oh, boy, Jeff, I tell you that. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean you I, didn't just get hired, Fred. You got fired. I got 40 bucks on the line. I have... <laughs> I have all those stupid tapes yeah. in this garage. Literally, I'm tempted to go look for that one interview. Yeah. Because yeah, anyone who's so an bad. Aztec fan, we gave you, yeah, it's so bad. Like, Jeff threw one in there that was so funny. I remember the one about his son, but then yeah. you threw one in at him. Fred, can you talk about where you came from and how your <laughs> yeah. dad was a fireman yes. and how he went into the homes and you saved people's lives? And look at you today. Imagine what your dad would think about you coaching your son on your what last What an amazing day. run you've yeah. been on. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to cry. This is a good one. And he didn't fucking fall apart. I was so but pissed. The interview was so, so horseshit. But we were just trying to make him cry for cash. <laughs> for 40 bucks. They're like 27 years old talking to this yeah. guy trying to ruin his day. We're like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I got one more. Fred, when you watch my dog Skip and you look at Freddie Munoz and the connection that he made with the dog from Frasier, it's incredible, right? Because you know the dog's acting, Fred. Oh, yeah, that dog. Fuck. He acted his little nuts off. Okay, I got nothing. Yeah. Fred, do you have any emotions? You fucker. That's why they fired you?
You heartless fuck. son of a bitch. Alan Horton on the other side of the glass is so disgusted with us, dude. <laughs> Just shaking his head. Fucking guys. Yeah. It's fucking guys. I'm like pointing at the 40 yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's mine. You. You're flicking everybody off. Watch fuck this. You. Watch this. What a night tomorrow night, Fred. Not only for you and Brady, but your parents, your wife, your daughter. Gosh, it's incredible, right? Because at the end of the day, Fred, it only comes down to one thing. It's family. Oh, well, Jeff, you're spot on. <laughs> The fuck do I have to do here, Fred? <laughs> Fred. I'm dancing. When you think about your kid and in that basketball uniform and you're chopping onions, I mean, just trying yeah. to lead him into tears. Nothing. Anything. Nothing. <laughs> to strike Fred, out. in the last scene of my bodyguard. <laughs> Did you even know how good she'd be singing that song? No idea. I only knew the Dolly Parton for. <laughs> fuck me. God damn it. Get out of here, Fred. <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, I would have made Smokey Gaines cry. <laughs> what, what if we tried? Yeah. There was nothing to, there's no substance to that interview at all. Smokey, when you found out Al Wilson, who's saying show and tell, passed away, did he die? I don't know. <laughs> Give me a minute here, guys. I just need to compose myself. Oh, yeah. fuck. That was great. That was so no, stupid. Did. Yeah, we're dumb. I was telling a friend of mine the other day. <laughs> I, I think I've said this. I'm sorry. I, I, talked, I tell Dave these stories and I forget. Because people are like, ah, oh, you know, must have been so fun. I'm like, no, not when you're stupid. <laughs> uh, we had Mike DiGiovanna on. And Mike was the beat writer for the Angels. Yeah. And I completely locked up. Dave was no help at all. Yeah, I couldn't help you. And I could not say Mike's name on a 50,000-watt radio station from San Diego to San Francisco. So if you were listening that night on KFMB, Mike G, Mike DiGiovanna, Mike fuck. <laughs> Just I introduce say yourself. Fuck. Used to tell him, introduce yourself. Yeah, Mike, let everybody know who you are. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm Mike DiGiovanna, and I'm the beat writer for the Angels for the LA Times. God. All right, Mike, I'm going to try again. Yeah, Mike DiGiovanna. Mike, what happened to me? And he'd been on like 11 times. Not like it was the first time he'd ever been on, and he was so nice. Hey, just send him a Christmas card. Dude, we had the list of guests that. I couldn't even have on there. Oh, yeah. Nancy uh, was, Nancy Gay. Yeah. John Crumpacker. Yeah. Those guys. And you get so mad at me. Yeah. Well, fuck. Can't talk to them. Fucking idiots in third grade over here is going to start laughing. Yeah. None of them. <laughs> but, that's it, man. Old school. But, yeah. Fred Trinkle. Yeah. I, we just reluctantly just took our crumpled $20 bill, put it back in our pocket. So, so embarrassed. So, it was embarrassing. So... It's funny. Do you remember where Steve Fisher was before he took the Aztec job? Sacramento Co Kings. Yeah, and I was covering the Lakers at the time. And I talked to him when he was... Assistant coach, right? He was assistant coach. And I talked to him in the hallway about it. And we were talking about... Steve's younger. He was younger than you think he was. I know. I felt like he was 60 when he yeah, got here. He was right. in like his 40s, yes. right? Steve was younger than you or thought he was. maybe in his 50s. But the thing with Steve, though, Steve had like Sparky Anderson disease. Like, Sparky Anderson looked like he was 102 yeah. when he was 30-something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just like, Jesus, what the fuck's going on here? Fish, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> you looking up his age right now? Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I did. He sounded old. He sounded like those old maid cards. 77. 77 now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, like 25, 25 years 25 years. So, yeah, he was 52. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, it was probably about 54. Yeah, still. 54? 54. <laughs> 54. Looked like he was 84. Taking Geritol pills when he was 28. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We he dude, that that's a guy, man. Can I 
I don't know who would be responsible for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll bullshit aside. Is there a reason why there has I mean, Steve's not in why the basketball. Why is that a statue? Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely. I, I literally had this conversation with your boy Costa today. But, because you and Costa pushed for a statue forever. And all respect to Mike, I think I, I, think I threw it out first. I wouldn't be shocker. Shocked. That's because, kind of what Mike does. <laughs> no, I said I did. No, I know. I wouldn't be shocked. That's what Mike does, though. Takes my idea and yeah. runs with it. Seen yeah. it a hundred times. Yeah, he's good at it. <laughs> but no, I mean, Mike bought in. Yeah, and he Mike, did. I think Mike agreed. He did. I, I will ask you, find me anybody who brought instant credibility to that school faster than Steve did. Nobody. Nobody. I Nobody in any program yeah. across the board. Love Jim Dietz. Love Tony. Yeah. All those guys. What? It's a basketball school now. If yeah. people say San Diego State, first thing you think about Dude, is basketball. Jim Brandenburg, Tony Fuller, right? Remember all these guys Dude, that came played, ro- rolling through? When I got here, they were playing in Peterson Gym, which is a high school gym. Uh, absolutely. You know? Ser- seriously. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. There was no one at those they games. Because they couldn't fill the arena. Nah, dude, why would you? They were averaging two wins a year. They're fucking terrible. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. They were awful. When? I mean, do it now. I literally, dude, you're going to laugh your ass off. I literally took a basketball class for one unit there. Okay. They asked me to come try out for the fucking team. God. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean. It was terrible. There should be for Steve immediately. I mean, it's called like Steve Fisher Court. Yeah. And that's cool. But I mean, that arena is built because, you know, I mean, the, that arena is known for him. Question. That arena is known for him. Without question. Yeah. Everything that he met. True. And who he continues to be. He's one of the few guys who was at that goddamn rally, the loyal for the soil San Diego bullshit that stayed around. Yeah. He didn't go shooting off like Hardwick. Yeah. Running off to Indianapolis. <laughs> Even the San Diego chicken fucking took off on tour. You got the fuck out of here. Yeah, but he still lives here. Yeah, well, he lives here and shit. Makes his money in Oklahoma City. Fucking guy. <laughs> Nick doing that. fanatic never fucking took off. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for fun if you're Nick? Go to the Indy 500 Museum? I don't know what the fuck. Go play catch with Jeff Saturday? Putting the hammocks up. I have no idea what the fuck he's doing. But for Fisher, man, that guy, it, I don't know what, what to take. There's enough old school San Diego State money. All those old fucks that ran the Chargers out of town. Oh, don't act like they didn't have everything to do with it. Kawhi has the money to build him a statue. Who? Kawhi. Yeah. Let Kawhi build him a statue. Well, why doesn't John Moore's do it? Well, John did everything. Hey, no shit. John felt like he got shit on for giving all his money away. Ah, fuck. We but burned that bridge. How did we burn that bridge? God damn. <laughs> Only San Diego. <laughs> got one guy in this town that wants to give back. And then you guys goof on him, and he gets the fuck out of Moose of Houston. Deals with humidity. Yeah. And deal with your asses. Yeah. Learn it. Don't lose Pete Seidler. But there should be a statue for Steve Fisher. Yeah. I agree. Right I, now while... While he's alive. Yeah. To go out and, and celebrate that guy. Couldn't agree more, man. And I, I guarantee it... Well, you know another guy. And do you happen to see who's going in the Hall of Fame? Okay. All right, Nick. Yeah, put a Coriolis statue up out there at Snapdragon. But I'd put, I'd put Steve up, number one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, enough of this shit, doing it when guys are dead. Do it when they can appreciate it. What are we doing here? Yeah. Let's get our act together. Last thing I want to ask you real quick, because we didn't get on it yesterday. 
Profar signed. He's with the Major League team. I think we were all hoping <laughs> yeah. he'd be with the team. I mean, come on. He deserves to play professional baseball in the Major League level. Got $7.5 million to go to, to a last place team. To Colorado. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, you know, we, we talk about Scott Boris, the super agent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you do for Scott Boris? Do you even feel bad taking a percentage nope. of his money? No. Nope. You completely fuck this guy with horrible advice. Yeah. I mean, if you're the pods, if Soto's down... Yeah. For a bit, you got to tease down. I mean, it really wouldn't have made sense to have him on your roster at $8 million. I mean, he did the pods a favor by opting out. But, yeah, he goes to Colorado. All right. I mean, have fun. All right, here's my question. I say this all the Where's time. Where's he going to play, though? I thought they had Chris Bryan in left. Bryan's going to play right this in. Okay. All right, so here's my, my question, <laughs> and I, I don't know the answer. Okay. I always say, Padre fans, once you stop wearing the Padre uniform, man, you guys turn quick. Does he get cheered or booed? When oh, he comes yeah. Back? No, he'll, he'll get cheered. Yeah, I'm he'll curious get, to know. He'll get cheered. Myers will get cheered. Myers will get cheered. They, people love Myers, you fucking yeah. idiots. Um, he even trashed the Mexican food. Yeah. Fucking Ryan Weathers pulled the same bullshit. Did you see that? No, what did he A couple weeks say? ago. So the best Mexican food's in Alabama. Oh, boy. Then he apologized when he realized he fucked up. <laughs> Apology. He had to do an apology. Oh my gosh! I mean, if Tommy Pham gets cheered, dude, they hired Jesus. Uh, Ian Kinsler works for the team. He flipped off the fans. The fucking guy he still did. draws a paycheck. He did. He did say fuck you. So yeah, he'll get cheered. I don't know if Ian's still here anymore. I think he's uh, he's somewhere else. Is he? I, yeah, I, I thought think, he was here. I think he's, he's. I think he's somewhere else this year. He was with. Um, he was with Team Israel. You know, he was That's the cool. World Baseball Classic. He was doing that. Anyway, fuck it. It's kind of uh, kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, I'm curious to know what happened to the Profar. But man, in his mind, he knows I could have been with a contender for the for basically the same money. Yeah, and I fucking opted out. <laughs> yeah, I said, "Fuck it, out. watch this, hold my beer," and then he fucking embarrass oh, himself. Ouch, you know, completely embarrass himself. Yep. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry? Look, it's always a good time to talk to Brian Curry because you never know which way the market is going. Talk to someone today who said one of their closest friends has said, "I'm out." Said, "I got a really? great home, but I'm moving to Las Vegas." Really. Tax reasons, everything else, oh, time man. to get out. But, man, at the same time, guess what? They put their house on the market, and it's harder to sell than they thought. you got to talk to Brian Curry and figure out the best way to sell your home, get the most for your home. You have to have the best real estate agent. When it comes to Brian Curry, he knows the county better than anyone else, which gets you in the right home, also get you the most for the home you currently have. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. How long you live in Vegas? I always think... <laughs> Vegas, I could be there forever, and two no days way. feels like two years. Yeah, and is it your excitement to go to Vegas is easily um, diminished, diminished leaving Vegas quickly. And then they got the two lanes driving out. Uh, like you got to do the flight. You can't say I'm going to drive. That drive could turn into ten fucking hours driving home. Unbelievable. It's yeah. a goddamn trap. It's a spider web. <laughs> it is a spider web. Man, that would be the first town I would say I'm getting the hell yeah. out of and coming here. And I think, Dave, using what you just said, the, what a perfect call, calling it a spider trap. Brian's not going to let you fall into those. No. He's going to know uh, from doing it 30 years. I mean, I saw today, we're talking, right? Today, I saw somebody who's a local uh, MMA fighter. Yeah. Fought in the UFC, incredible career. Hey, by the way, I just want to announce now I'm a real estate agent. Great, right. great. You're going to teach me how to defend the rear naked choke. 
I'm not going to trust you with a 30-year contract. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it would. But for me, all things being equal. Go to the best. I'm going to go to the best. And the best is Brian Curry. Exactly right. Taylor May Pools, once you get that brand new home, don't forget about Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools, your perfect pools around the corner. All you have to do is talk to Alan Taylor. Go to the website, check it out, and see how good he is at what he does. Taylor May Pools, nothing like it. Ask about available financing. Call Alan today, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. So funny, I got it from a great source that the rain is done. That happened about 10 days ago <laughs> as I drove down here in a Jesus goddamn Christ, monsoon. You aren't kidding. Like if you had a tailor-made pool, yeah. How many times would you have drained it, refilled it, drained it, refilled it in the last month? You weren't kidding, right? Yeah, man, oh man, yeah. Call Did Alan. Hey, can I get a chlorine treatment? That goddamn fish in here. What is that? A guppy? Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. I mean, I I'd like to think at some point the rain's gonna end. I mean, it was unbelievable. Did you see you in Carlsbad today? I was today? in Carlsbad today. What time were you there? I was there uh, at one thirty. Is when I was there. It was there. nice at one thirty. One thirty was nice. It was raining where I am now. Drove the rain ended. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then, about noon to three up there, yeah, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah, and then about I don't know four, started getting overcast. And I get in the car, I go fuck. It's rain again. Yeah, and it's cold again. Yeah. Uh, well, fuck me. Yeah, you're right. Taylor made pool. Can be yours day for the second night in a row. I forgot to bring the Pam Anderson book in. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, it's the Pam Anderson celebrity pool. I like it. Come on. It's a good choice. If you get a Pam Anderson pool, don't get the the little crocodile arms. You get the grotto. Dude, she lived at the mansion. Could you imagine buying the, buying the mansion? Would you keep the grotto? Dude, I would never buy the mansion. Really? There's a lot of fucking went on in that mansion. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. What if they throw in the pinball machine? I don't want the mansion. I don't want the mansion. Got a movie? Probably got a popcorn machine in there? I don't know. Got to think about it. Um, but, yeah, you get that tailor-made pool. And for now until, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, we had the Raquel Welch pool for a yeah. long time. But right now, because I have a signed copy of her book, it's the Pam Anderson special. Just call Amy and say, give him the Pammy. <laughs> She'll know. She'll know. That's tailor-made pool jargon. <laughs> I speak it. Don't forget about Dan Williams when it comes to saving money. Nobody better than Dan. Let's get your finances in order. Let's get out of debt. We say this all the time. It's the best phone call you're going to make, and it's going to be a quick phone call. Dan doesn't fuck around. And no. Dan will get right to the point right there right away to see what your issue is, and he'll fix it. It's easy. Savewithdan.us. Check it out. Savewithdan.us. Saveology. It's a free app. Normally $100 service. It's free. You can check your retirement, your savings. It's a better way to make your life easier. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Breaking news, Paul George is hurt. Oh, shocker. Anthony Davis is like, get up. Get up. Uh, this is why I like Dan Williams. Gets things done. Yeah. Gets me in contact today with the guy who's got Phoenix Suns tickets That's for sweet. me. That's cool. And I can't wait. Told my son, Jack, he actually, oh, that's bad. That's an ACL, brother. That's it. Later, Paul George. He in fourteen months. Watch the way that thing goes. Watch it, Dave. Watch the watch the white the right knee. Boom. That's bad. Oh yeah, fuck you. Hyper extended the shit out of that. Yeah, that's fucking. Oh, we're done. It's shit. Supposed to have been that way. Nope. Cool looking shoes. 
<laughs> well, now you get to the bottom of them. Um, but Dan, so why Dan is a great f- friend. Yeah, he is. And names will uh, stay hidden. But the other day at 7 o'clock in the morning, I get a text from a mutual friend of ours, and there's another number on there that I don't recognize. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to make the introduction. This is Jeff, and he lived in Minneapolis. And with you to the married couple moving out of here from Minneapolis, you guys should get in contact, and you could go out and watch a Twins game together. I was like, what? The fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning? You give my number yeah. to two people I've never met, and you think that I'm interested in going out and watching a Twins game. No. Who's it, Gene Larkin? <laughs> I go with Gene Larkin. Amazing hit. So I text a friend, I go, hey, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, I probably should have checked with you first. Yeah, that'd probably be, you know, step one. Just fucking, what? Yeah. How bored am I? I go with two random people. Hey, how about that Byron Buxton? Oh, fuck. The shit I got to deal with every day, Dave. No wonder I'm so fucked up. But <laughs> But Dan, Dan puts me in contact with the guy. And the guy said to me today, he goes, hey, Jeff, great meeting you. I'll text you Friday morning. I'll have your tickets and I'll come meet you in, in Phoenix. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Give that guy my number. Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek. Tom Chambers. <laughs> this guy, I don't know, might be DeAndre Eaton. But one way or the other, Dan puts me in, pe- in contact with yeah. people that close deals. Our other friend... Sounds a lot like Katie Temple. Puts me just in random <laughs> contact with two people I've literally never met, but I'm just going to go watch a Twins game. You, okay. You and Larry Heisel. Have fun. I'd go there, too. <laughs> Dude, Josh told me some guy reached out to him. Hey, man, I'm on Broadway. Want to know if you want to hook up. And Josh goes, dude, I never talked to you in high school, and I saw you every fucking day for four yeah. years. I'm not coming down to Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Why would somebody do that? So what Katie did was, I have no trouble throwing her under yeah. the bus. Yeah. Hey, I'm just going to leave this here with you guys. <laughs> dude, you got to get her back. <laughs> I'm doing it dude, right you now. You got to get her back. You got to so fucking that, set her up with somebody. Oh, I'm going to fucking give her contact info to the Hare Krishna. <laughs> And have her call her and just say, hey, Jeff said come down for free Sunday breakfast. I go, what? Woman? Come on. What the fuck are we doing here? And, uh, yeah. But she's like, okay, I just wanted to make the introduction. I'm out. So then the married couple's like, oh, hey, this would be really fun. We'll hang out. No, we won't. I said, you know what? I'm traveling a lot for the next couple of months. Joining <laughs> the Peace Corps. And I said, when I get back, I'll contact Katie. And see, I'm like, you're not out of this conversation, yeah. hot thing. You're right back in it. Fuck you going yeah. on here, Dave. You should have ended it with, I'll leave it right here. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's she doing? Yeah. Jesus Christ. God. Does she know you at all? Like, you're the I, last clearly guy. Clearly not. That you're has, the last fucking guy. I mean, at least she got the team right. I'm shocked to text and say, hey, uh, maybe you guys can get together. Yeah. And go watch a Milwaukee Brewers game. Or a Packers game. I'm shocked she didn't set me up to go. I got right the fuck out of that. 
Die. And then she's so great because I love her. Yeah. Except my apology. What if I was like, no? <laughs> I go, of course, you goof. Can't be mad at you. Like, who does that, Dave? Her. Sad. Like, that's Jesus. why. Yeah. And it's, and it's CS's birthday today. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, CS. And it's Fangirl's birthday today. I was going to wish her happy birthday when we got to celebrity birthday. She's kind of a celebrity. Padre Fangirl, Laura. Happy birthday. God dang. How 36 today. Is she really? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, fuck, I was off. Because usually on my phone, I'll put someone's name yeah. and their birthday so it shows up every year. But I didn't know what how old she was. So I, yeah. didn't, I didn't put it. I do, but I'm not okay. going to say anything. But she's not 36. Okay. <laughs> but happy birthday to her. Was 36 an insult? I don't think so. But in her eyes, that maniac. Yeah. But she. Congratulations. You're closer to 40 than you are to 30. Well, let me see. No, she's not yet. Okay. But when that day happens, oh, trust me, we'll be the first two to remind her. Let me tell you something. We're in this goddamn group text with her and Erica, you and me. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, I look at this shit and I'm like, I don't know how a guy ever asked a girl out. Girls, man, they lose their mind. And they, they are the only I two. I love those two. They're so goddamn funny. Girls, not only, and then someone will screenshot like the, some of these girls will. Oh, yeah. Oh, good fucking luck asking any girl out without being completely embarrassed and everyone knowing your business. Yeah. Well, Holy this shit. is what I've Even learned. Even Lisa Ann yeah. will kill you. This is what I've picked up from the outside. In the words of my friend, Ernie Martinez, here's the talk around the campfire. If you're sending pictures, you probably want to do them when your pants are on. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that game that some of you are playing is a whole lot of successful. God, yeah. It's crazy. We should just go to go to Yogi's, man, or go to the belly up or go anywhere. Just hang out. Now, what, what's the old saying? Never put it in writing? Fuck, oh, these guys put it in writing, man. All the time. Holy shit. But, I feel uh, bad for every one of these guys. I just go, oh, my God, you idiot. Yeah, I think a lot of them are overmatched with those two. Dude, everyone's overmatched. With those two? God, they're so funny. I That chat is so... I don't know. I laugh every day. I laugh every day, those two. And they're coming in. They said they'll come in, Okay, right? good deal. Yeah, we do. I haven't confirmed it, but are we doing uh, April 3rd, Sunday? Uh, it'd be April 2nd. April 2nd, Sunday. Yeah. Then I... You're out of town that day? Yeah, I'm at... It's uh, WrestleMania that day? Yeah, night okay. two. Yeah, so I go, hey, I'm out of town in L.A. Would you guys like to sit in? Oh, what's the problem? You don't want to hang out with us? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Immediately. <laughs> taking it back. You know what? It's off the table. <laughs> no, because I know it's going to happen, and I laugh every... I swear, those two are such psychos. They're so funny. But yeah, they'll be back in. Cool. Good deal. Good so deal. yeah, that'll be fun. I want to mention Kyle Pfluger as well. Again, your website needs work. Kyle's the guy. You can check out his work. He's done a bunch of websites for us. DaveAndJeffShow.com, Jake'sProjects.org. He just did one for Nicole Eggert, PerfectlyTwistedPod.com. Again, Kyle Pfluger is really good at what he does. His work's right in front of your face. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Uh, Brownman, Temple, yes. Sean Walchef, others have all had success. Remember how I was in here last night crowing about uh, reading the back of the hockey news and and finding a couple of books that I'd never heard of hockey wise, yes, and I right. went on this website. I said, "Man, it was great! I ordered all four books." Yeah, today I got an email. Hey, sorry, 
We sold you two books that we thought were in stock. They're not. Here's no your refund. Ah, oh, bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't tell you what the website was because I'd be back telling you tonight. It sucks. But, um, yeah, but e-commerce, man. Dave, you're still shopping online, right? Of course. Just did Buying it before you got here. I just bought shaving cream. You did? Could have gone to Target. Did not. Oh, I got a fun one for you. Uh, let me ask you this. Yep. Right now, how many different, different yeah. brands of shampoo do you have? Do you own your own? Um, fuck, dude. I don't know. I, I just use one, I think. Whatever's in the shower right now. What do you get? Do you order that from Amazon? No. Rita brings it home. I have a, I have a niece who cuts hair, and so she just gives it to her. I can't I, even tell you the brand. I tell you, dude, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. On Amazon, you get all these different, try this one. It's got mint, or this one's got charcoal. Yeah. This one's got. I do the charcoal toothpaste. Yeah. I'll do that one. This that one's got. make your teeth white. Yeah. This one's got bone marrow. <laughs> the other one the other day had caffeine. I'm not lying. Really? Caffeine. Caffeine. So I've been watching the condo for 10 days. Yeah. Nothing going on. I'm yeah. the only guy there. But guess what I did? Ordered five different ones. Did you? It's so fun. And I got all five. I, I think each one. And they're not like this bullshit that yeah. you go buy right at Lucky. Yeah. They're still Lucky anymore. No, they're not Lucky, dude. <laughs> I, used Alpha to go to Beta. I used to go to Lucky when I was at San Diego State. Yeah. yeah. You go to Alpha Beta and just shuffle down, right? Buy whatever you can find. <laughs> so I'm buying. And yeah. this, is, this is where those fuckers get me. Yeah. Bezos, you little bastard, you're good at this. I'll tip my hat. And that one's going to be good. But, you know, you throw this one in, I'll deliver it today. Really? <laughs> yeah, come on, it's 12 bucks. Yeah, fuck. 12 bucks, I'm in. So I have like five different ones. Okay. But this is, so everybody, oh, what are you doing with all these? I always hear it. What I do is I try this one, that one, this one. You go, okay, I kind of like this one. This one's not as great. So I just give it to Jack and Kate. Okay. Because they don't give they a don't shit. They don't give a shit. No. And then they have, and it saves their mom because she already knew I was a maniac. Yeah. But then it's the same thing. So you try that, and then it's the body wash, right? And you get like three of those. You're like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, I smell like here. And then I got this one. Yeah. And uh, so I tried it. You you, know. are, you said something on the air when we first started the show. It was about the beer shampoo. Remember that? Uh, yeah, that was a big one. That Those were great. I never used it. And I had the bottles under my sink. I threw them out like a, about two weeks ago. Did you get them? Yeah, but I never used them. I just never oh, tried them out. I never tried them out. Now, I think those guys are out of business. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they all went out. <laughs> great. But um, Collect your side of But then. Okay, you brought this up too in the same conversation. This is like five years ago. Yeah. You said, do you use conditioner? I don't. And so, yeah, you said you don't. And then no. I realized, you know, I do use conditioner every fucking day. Do you really? I do. I fucking condition the goddamn hair. I do. Good for you. <laughs> but <laughs> well, try it out. Tell me if you like it. I got these couple uh, different ones, right? It was just like this full day right from my phone watching. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think March Madness was going. It was the first weekend. So whatever fucking watch golf. Yeah. And, uh, order all this shit it just starts showing up but you get this one 
I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. And then I go, you got to close the bathroom because they've got like a handful of cats. If you don't close the bathroom door, dude, they're going to wipe out the toilet paper. They oh, just think Jesus. it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Dave, I go in there the next day and it stinks like the perfume counter at the border. Yeah. You know, like when you go through duty free at the border, oh, what the hell happened in here? Fuck. Eyes are watering. That's immediately going to Jack and Cade. So I give it to them, and then their mom in a month will yell at me, what the hell did you leave here? Smells like canoe, canoe. Canoe <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, C, come over. A, alone. I got a and bottle of that shit once as a gift. It was awful. Yeah. It's like no one was getting laid wearing this shit. No. There's Bullshit. Stu- you know what stuff I tried because they were running ads like crazy was a uh, goddamn Dr. Squatch. Uh, oh, yeah. How was that? Don't buy it. Terrible? Dude. It's like bathing in charcoal, dude. I'm not kidding. Your skin turns black. Yeah. You walk out. You got to make sure you're rinsed off. Otherwise, you look like fucking Ted Dancing. You know, <laughs> fucking thing. But call you a racist. But the worst part is, if you stick it up in the shower and you walk out, yeah. The next you know, day, it just runs down and it day. stains your shower. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. The shower. My shower is white, and the, the, the whole oh, shower yeah. fucking turns black. And you're like, fuck. I, I got to get the power wash out. <laughs> <laughs> it off. And you're like. This was a horrible idea. Yeah, I, that's why I just I went for it. Yeah, they, and I'll have I'll have everything for like two months. Yeah, not about razors too. <laughs> God dang, you're bored. You fix the printer while you're there. No, fuck no, no shit. That's what I get. That's oh. when you got hammered. I got a little. I got a little bit the other day. Pretty good. <laughs> good for you. Was it whiskey? Yeah, good. Because uh, our girl Erica, yeah, liked that whiskey. So I told you, uh, my friend Betsy yeah. and Wendy got me single barrel Jack. Yeah. I was like, well, you know what? I'll try a little bit of this. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm not going anywhere tonight. And then tonight, <laughs> I'm looking at the bottle. Yeah. Oh, I put a little dent in that thing. <laughs> so when Vita shows up tomorrow, she's going to be like, what the fuck? It's more than you've had in three years. <laughs> and take the edge off. Edge off of what? <laughs> stress do you have uh, i don't know something but yeah it's fun oh my gosh all right here we go how old are they and how much they're worth we're going march 22nd okay got three of them for you okay reese witherspoon oh boy i like reese yeah i do too yeah she's pretty cool i'm gonna say she's she used to live in my neighborhood in nashville really yeah say 48 47 okay uh think big I'll say $120 million. $400 million. Are you kidding? No, and her family dude, was loaded before she made that money. Dude, good for her. Yeah, how about that? Here's what, one that's kind of surprising, age-wise, to me. Okay. William Shatner. Oh, I saw this one the other day. Did you? I think he's 92. Exactly right. Yeah, my, my I had a college roommate. And who, he's in the final stages. He said he is, his body's going out on him. He doesn't think he's going to live long. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I had a college roommate. Very strange. So very close, but he was, his parents divorced in like 1975. Okay. And everything for him froze in 1975. So he was a couple years older than me. So he's kind of the guy I looked up to, you know, I've known him since I was born. I'm, our parents yeah. were friends before either one of us were born, but he, he was the older kid, you know, on the block. So you, okay. anything he told, he is like, it was gold. And I, I'm sitting there looking at this guy and man, he night from, I'm not joking to this day, dude, guys in his. 50s now and he's sitting there william shatner hero burt reynolds 
Oh. Lee Majors. Oh, yeah. Those are his heroes. Right Why there. not Robert Conrad? Robert Conrad wasn't one of his guys. Should have been. It was Star Trek. It was anything Burt Reynolds and uh, William Shatner. No Ryan O'Neill? No. <laughs> she hated Ryan O'Neill because Ryan O'Neill fucked Farrah Fawcett. Lee Majors had her first, remember? Ah, uh, yeah. He hated Ryan O'Neill. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> he was loyal. He's five years old. He's loyal and shit to, Ryan, uh, to Lee Majors. Uh, Shatner is worth... Let's say Shatner's hundred million. Exactly right. There you go. Remember, when he fucked up the whole Priceline thing. Remember, he had all that money from Priceline and it started dropping. Oh, and he sold it all out, sold all the stock in Priceline, and then it went shot up the second he sold it. Oh shit! Yeah, he missed like hundreds of millions of dollars. Not even fucking need it. He has a hundred million dollars, ninety fucking two. All right, last guy, and he has a connection to San Diego. Okay. Matthew Modine, dude, Vision Quest, Vision Quest. What a great movie. Went to Marion High School. Is that right? Yeah. Let's say sixty one. 64. Say $20 million. $10 million. Okay. Seems too old to be in Full Metal Jacket, right? Yeah. 64 years old. Like, what the fuck does happen? Yeah. All right, five random questions. We'll get out of here and let you shoot off to Arizona. Okay. Do you think uh, children born today will have a better or worse lives than their parents? Uh, better. I think everything. There was a thing that I saw the other day, and it might it must have shown up on like Instagram. Yeah, but it was like this reel, and it was like all this different technology. I know what it was. Yeah. There's a woman in Japan, and she was kind of just goofing off. Yeah, eating like sunflower seeds, goofing off, and all of a sudden her husband came home. And it said, when your husband, who I think makes 200000 a month, comes back from a work trip early. So she's just sitting on the ground eating sunflower seeds. Dave, it was the most unbelievable reel because it's showing all the technology that they have for you know, everyday things. Yeah. You just watch it. You're like, whoa, what, what, what? Like, it was so fun. It was really cool. Yeah, I think all those different things. I think everything, right? Come on, you're going to try to tell us that our parents had it better than us? There's no chance. Now, here's something that's interesting. I asked this question to my baseball team last year, and uh, and I wasn't looking. I don't know what the fuck I was looking for. I, we, were, we were struggling, losing. And I was kind of okay. like, do you guys have any fight in you? Was my yeah. was kind of like, do you care? Okay. And I realized, I felt like I, I care more about these losses than they do, and I don't play. Right. That was bothering me a lot. And I asked the question to 22 kids. How many of you have ever been in a fight? Not one, oh, we talked about this. Yeah, not one kid raised their hand. Yeah, and, that's good. And that blew me away. And we are raising better human beings mm -hmm. because they're teaching you that's not how you, you get along in life. We played a game against Poway last Friday, and they hit our leadoff hitter, our best player, three times in a row. Smoked him in the back. Fastballs. Oh, dude. And, I was, and not, nothing happened. We didn't throw back at their guys. I've never told a kid to throw back at somebody. Mm. But I'd have thrown at the coach. But back, <laughs> this guy just got the job, too. Just got hired. Uh, and, and you're sitting and you're going, man, in my head, I'm going, man, times have changed. Because yeah. one, the batter on the third one definitely is going out to the mound. Yeah. Two, the pitcher's fucking drilling. You hit one of ours, we're hitting now four of yours. Yeah. That kind of deal. And But that same kid got smoked three times. Uh, and you're going, no one responded. I gave him credit for staying in there. He stayed in there. And so you, for me, I was like, man, things have changed dramatically. Yeah. And then I'm around other people who said, oh, you, you got to fight back. How does it not a fight? You know, and it, was, it was weird. My, my wife, 
she'll kill me for even sharing the story, but she was, she had a meeting yesterday. My wife's higher up in education. Okay. She had a meeting with a bunch of politicians and she was on a Navy ship with people who are high up in, in the military. Okay. And they were talking about autism. Okay. Mm. And she's talking about how to communicate in different programs they have. Literally a guy in the military says, you just got to beat the fuck out of these kids. No, oh, fuck. And said, what you're doing doesn't work. You got to, you got to, you got to hit these kids more than you got. You guys are Jesus kids hitting. Christ. And then that's what she was like. Yeah. Never. She's like, I got my doctorate in this. This is all I know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this, you do not fucking hit kids to make them no. smarter, to make them behave. Ever. But that was that the attitude. Uh, See what I'm saying? Sorry, we're, we're raising a better generation of people right. than we were before. Dude, my boys are my best friends. Yeah. And, and I know you feel the same way. There's never once. I, they laugh to this day. They think it's great because I think they remember. I think it was Cade. And he was probably, dude, he had to be like two and a half. And he got just a swat like on the wallet. Yeah. Dude, it bugged me for three days. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Fuck it. If you can't, you can't do it without that. That's a real even fight when you're hitting a kid. Fuck you, you pussy. You know, I mean, yeah. dude, I'm serious. You're right. Fuck you. I'm you're with fucking, you. you hit a kid. You're a fucking pussy. Dude, dude. I'm with you. hundred percent. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sure in discipline. You're a fucking clown. You, you're a fucking clown. Here we go. Which celebrity or band has the worst fan base? Um, oh, that's good. That's good. Which celebrity or band? Yeah. Hmm. Like what's her face? Uh, I just drew a blank. The girl that just performed in Phoenix, the Taylor Swift, has a crazy <laughs> following. And she doesn't have to me, she doesn't have a bad following, but man, people love <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh I love it because and people love Beyonce. The whole yeah. like if you say something bad about Beyonce, you're probably gonna get your ass kicked. So I go to Toronto, I'll be in Toronto in a month, and we're there June of last year. Yeah. And I'm there with my buddy uh Dave Cobble, who's our events manager. And on this trip, it'll be Dave Cobble. Mm-hmm his husband leo yeah and then their friend vanessa but when we're there in june it's just me dave and vanessa and they have a rental car we're driving around and these two are diehard they're going to see her uh david leo vanessa they're going to see her in uh nashville yeah i think right after i think coming up I okay. think, is she in nashville in like I, a month i, I don't know and so it's just this whole thing, right? And they're playing her the whole time. And I'm just dying. Like, I don't, I don't, you hear like three songs that roll through on the radio, right? But we go to this, there's a great little bar in Toronto. Yeah. And it's called Hole in the Wall. And so we're there. It's like drinks are like five bucks. And we're just having fun. Our entire team's there. And we've been out. So it's, at this table, you know, like when you're in a booth, you're kind of tucked in. Yeah. And it's me and Vanessa and then uh, and Dave. And I hear Taylor Swift come on. And just knowing, kind of like we were saying with, with Fangirl and, yeah. and Erica. Erica. Just low-hanging fruit, right? And uh, I hear Taylor Swift come on, and it's the bar, and you know it's turned up. I go, oh, fuck, enough. Just under my breath. <laughs> and Vanessa... Jeffrey, what did you just say, Dave? I laughed so hard. It didn't bother me at all, but you're just having fun. And I have no pictures in my office at all. The only thing I have is my calendar and my, you know, we're upper deck. We're yeah. a memorabilia company. Yeah. You go in offices, there's Tiger Woods, there's Jordan pieces, there's everything. 
my office is completely empty, and the only thing I have on the wall are wall hooks from the pictures that were taken down from the last guy. The only thing I'm putting in there is a picture of these two that I'm going to take at that bar just because it's one of my favorite memories. So um, I'm going to flip it. I would say they, just because those two are such good friends to me, and I I love those two, I would say uh, she has the best fans because they, God, they're so so funny, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen the Stones a lot. Yeah. I saw Luther Vandross a but lot. They're an asshole fans. No, oh God, no, they're yeah. great. But I was just saying, like, who has the best fans? And yeah. these two, so excited when the album came out, so mad about the Ticketmaster thing. Um, like, I'm a Springsteen fan, but I love the joke about old sports writers and Springsteen because they are a little funny about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I like I said, these two have become very good friends of mine, and they're they're all in. I would not go see. They're like, what if we buy you a ticket? I'm like, I'm not going to that fucking show. I would 100 percent go. Would you go? Yeah, I would go because I want to know what everyone else sees. I want to go. I don't. I don't hate her, but 100 percent, I would go. I, I, I love to go to an event. Like I want to well, know. That's true. You know what I mean? I would go. Like I thought it was interesting. I was listening to Sirius the other day. I think it was Sunday. And uh, they're talking about Kelsey Ballerini was performing somewhere across oh, the wow. country. Okay. And she, in the middle of her concert, she asked everyone at the concert, are you guys following the Taylor Swift concert right now in Phoenix? Is anyone following this on their phone? No way. And has she sang? And she started asking her songs. Has she sang? Like she looked up to her, even though she had a sold out arena where she was. That's a good she point. She wanted to know, you know, she what she looked up to her. That's a, that's a pretty good point you made. Yeah. And, and if I went with those two who I love and yeah. just make me laugh, really genuinely make me laugh yeah uh yeah i mean they would be they would both be screeching very loudly and i would get a huge kick out of the that. the group that just jumped into my head as far as the worst fan base has to be the insane clown posse the gigolos the guys they just beat the fuck out of everybody that uh, concert you guys, don't want to go to what about deadheads did i fuck, fuck the grateful dead yeah fuck bill walton on that i'll tell you another i anytime the grateful dead is the most overrated bullshit of all time i i always say the bands that start with s sticks sucks there's anybody who ever you don't said, like renegade no super tramp sucks steely dan sucks <laughs> hey i can't believe it what are you doing thursday and i'd be like nothing what do you got going Hang on, listen to this. It's a triple header, and we're in the orchestra pit. It sticks. No, Steely Dan, Super Tramp. Yeah. Ah, I can't think of anything worse. Now, not that those fans are known for anything, but if you have any of those bands on your, you know, playlist yeah. or Spotify, you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> well, who's the guy we always goof on all the time as the worst voice of forever, and people love him. Um, it was a great songwriter. Like, oh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Fuck. Hey, hey, fuck him. Fish sucks. Fish sucks. Fish might be the worst. Yeah, that's another good one. Jesus, man. Fish sucks. Here we Dude, go. Hey, just yeah. real quick, for any yeah. of you that are that follow, just tell me the bands you hate. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Overrated bands. Because I do that is a funny thing. Yeah. You're right on all those. Fish. Fish is crazy. I mean, that's a great call. Not yeah. that they're great. I can no. tell you one song. Dude, I remember uh, I had a job where you could listen through your headphones while you're working. Yeah. And a guy next to me kept saying he loved fish. And I was like, all right, I'm going to listen. Dude, I, 20 minutes in, I was like, this is the worst shit I've ever fucking heard. And yeah. one song's worse than the other. You know, when I go up north, yeah, I have friends there. And their band, 
I kind of like these guys. Not enough where I've followed a lot. But a band that just, dude, huge. Let's see if you can get this. Not, It's not Rush. Dave, a band that was huge in Canada. I mean, like, massive. That never really made it, to the best of my opinion, down here. But a, a friend of mine played a CD, and it was pretty good. But just kind of tragically hip. I don't know. What is it? Do you remember those guys? That's the name of the group? Yeah. Tragic, never heard tragically of them. Tragically hip. No, right. I don't remember. Massive band up there. Oh, fuck. I thought you were literally saying they were tragically hip. I no, that's the name of the band. And, oh, wow. And the guy, the lead singer, a guy named Gord Downey, passed away from yeah. illness. And, dude, they had a, a like a tribute funeral show. They were sold out of Scotiabank yeah. Arena. Like, it yeah. shut down the whole country. Like, it was a huge thing. And... Like I said, they're cool. I yeah. don't. I wouldn't try to fool you to believe that I know a lot, but um, but yeah, that's a that's a massive band. Their fans are really like if they're. I like asking about different shit like that. You know, here's uh here's the funniest guy thing you got to listen to if you get a chance. Okay, when Rick Springfield hosts. Dude, he's such music a dick. On the 80s. He's the biggest asshole. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Dude, he's the mo- he hates everything. But dude. it's kind of funny, right? Dude, I laugh. I'm like, I told you, he ripped the fuck out of Christenberg. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I was in Germany. I'm like, this piece of shit, no talent, motherfucker. And he goes, it came with the number one song. Here's Lady in Red. <laughs> and I'm that like, is a great, yeah, working dude, class DJ. Yeah, and Sunday I listened to him, dude. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's back. And I got to hear this he's shit. He's back every week. Here's the police with another song about child molestation here's every breath you take i'm like what <laughs> calm down <laughs> i'm like jesus dude what the fuck dude he hates everybody everybody that is a great show dude he's so fucking angry <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's a guy who made it and he gives his real name here's fucking jesse's girl didn't get the girl got the money that's what he says <laughs> see you next week i'm like what the fuck did you just say <laughs> dude he's, he's so angry but it's worth yeah. listening to yeah i agree oh my god when going out of town how far in advance do you start packing uh, that's funny. I'm going out of town uh, usually the night before. Okay. Do you start? You know, start pulling stuff out during the week. Like I need. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this. No. I'm always afraid of forgetting something. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things uh, the night before. Yeah. But the problem is, like, I usually fly at like ten, but I got to get out early, so I got like a six fifteen flight. Yeah. So I know we'll probably be here. I don't know if we'll be here the day before I go. Um, when you're driving, it's easy because you can just throw everything in. But when you're flying, it becomes a pain in the ass. So, yeah, usually the night before. All right, two more for you. How many people from your high school do you still keep in touch with? Uh, uh, I mean, I got a lot of buddies from school. Yeah. Probably um, from my class. Uh, 15 that's a lot dude and then across the board yeah from my freshman year all the way through people that i was friends with 50 okay wow that's a lot yeah how about you dude, maybe god dang from high, my exact high school two really yeah yeah no i got a lot i mean help this maybe four yeah maybe four yeah i mean i i got friends across the board that were pretty good yeah and have stayed friends out of that group, only one will I like check in on their birthday. You know, yeah, yeah no, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a lot. It's cool. All right, They're here we people. go. Stay with that same theme. Which friend have you known the longest? I like that. Um, 
that I'm in regular contact with. Yeah. Which which friend have you known the longest that you still keep in touch with? That's pretty funny. I met. Uh, I think Griff. I met in eighth grade. Who listens to this? Um, but then Laura and Scott, Stacy and. I think they were all ninth grade. Boomy, yeah. ninth grade. Cheech was eighth grade. Cheech was the first kid I met in San Diego. We're friends to the end. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that, dude, too many double dates with that guy. That was great. Um, yeah, probably from Minneapolis, casual, but not not yeah. day-to-day. So, yeah, it would be, yeah, it'd be Griff. Um, handful of those guys. You met Burn Dunnigan, yeah. Worked for the Chargers. They were all Earl Warren guys. Shane Pickett, yeah. They were all eighth grade dudes. Um, yeah. How about you? It's funny, man. I have two friends that I, right falls right into my college roommate. I was telling you, uh, Matt. You know, he's the boxing guy. He used to yeah. call the show. Lives in Canton, Ohio now. And uh, our parents were friends before we were born. That's so cool. we all we both all of us have. One older sister and our sisters became friends. Oh, wow. And then the two of us or the three of us became friends. But it's funny, just now as we're doing the show, one of them who lives in L.A., Danny, literally yeah. texts me during the show. So oh, we're dude, still friends. Cool. So literally from the time we were babies, man, we were still friends. We're still in touch. Hey, I got two things for you to watch. Do you have Apple TV? Yeah, I do. Did, have you watched that show with Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford? No, I haven't. Dave, that show is so What's fucking it funny. It's called like Shrunken or okay. Shrinking. They're therapists. Yeah. And they share an office. So it's it's Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's Jason Siegel. Ted McGinley is fucking the funniest dude on this show, your guy. And then there's just a couple of other side characters. Dude, that is great. I, I like I think it's called shrinking. Okay. I fell into it the other day. It's like 10 30 minute episodes. Funny as fuck, but they're they're therapists and they share an office. Okay. And it's all this different shit that's going on. And then did you watch David Spade's special? I have not. Dude, that fucking that's guy. Good. Dude, he is great. He is so fucking funny. Yeah, I'd tell you to watch that too. Okay. Those are two things to watch. Good deal. All right. So when are you coming back? Uh we get back Sunday night, so I can be back here on Monday. Oh, cool. Good deal. Does that work for you? Yep. Works we'll do fine. uh we'll probably do Monday and Wednesday next week. You got it. All right. See you, everybody. All right, see ya.
That guy with the attitude, he better go away Positive video game, put a smile on my face That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laughed so 